Yesterday, I noted that there were two key words in the third commandment. The first was name. We spent some time talking about that. Today, we come to the second one, and that is misuse, or in Hebrew, schwa. Uh, it means um, vanity, or, or empty, or too empty, or too hollow out, which means that what we're being told, in essence, is that we are not to hollow out the name of God. We're not to diminish the reputation of God. We're not to besmirch it in any way, uh, which, again, has a lot less to do with not using it as a, as a cheap swear word than it does uh, about a number of other things, including sort of claiming God's endorsement uh, when we shouldn't. So, <clears throat> in the Sermon on the Mount, excuse me, in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 7, verse 21 through 23, a uh, passage that I think speaks to this, it reads as follows. Jesus is speaking. He says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will say to them plainly, I never knew you away from me, you evildoers. So I believe this passage, which, by the way, is very scary. I mean, I, I think this is one of the, the most uh, unsettling passages in Scripture. Uh, I believe that it speaks to the essence of the third commandment. So, by the way, there's a few things that really make this commandment scary. Excuse me, that make this statement scary. The first one is that he doubles the word Lord. The, the, Jesus is saying, not anyone says to me, Lord, Lord. So in Semitic languages, when you repeat a word, that's, that's sort of like using the word very, or it's, it's, it's implying more power, or in one sense, more intimacy. So doubling up on the idea of, of the use of the word Lord suggests that there are people who think, yes, Jesus is really my Lord. He is my master. Like I am... They're, they think they're all in on the idea that, that Jesus is their Lord. But um, Jesus says that they're wrong. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the ones who do the will of my Father who is in heaven. So many, I mean, again, <laughs> this is why it's so unsettling. Many who say to me. So there's more than a few people who, who have a misunderstanding of their relationship with God. Many will say to me on that day, so the day of judgment, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy, which means, <clears throat> excuse me, preach. Um, did we not preach in your name, drive out demons in your name, perform miracles in your name? I will say, I never knew you. Away from me. So the statement suggests that these people have orthodox theology, right? That they, uh, they believe Jesus is Lord. They have maybe some emotional engagement as well because they're, you know, doubling down on the use of the word Lord. So you can imagine that they're active in Christian circles, right? <laughs> All of that. But Jesus says, I never knew you away from me, you evil doers. Um, now, this does not mean... Um, that orthodox theology does not matter. 
or uh, emotional engagement or active service, that these things don't count. They, they do count. These things are very much need to be present in order for uh, a right relationship with God to be marked out. But, but the implication is they can be faked. And that's the suggestion here, is that there's no actual real submission of the will to God. So Tim Keller writes about this at, at some length. He talks about the, the older brother, right? So the, the parable of the prodigal son, a lot of the attention is given to the younger brother who runs away and spends all the money and loses it all and is disgraceful to his father. Uh, but, but actually, the passage is not about the younger brother who repents and comes back and is welcomed back to his father. It's about the older brother who believes that he is doing everything right, who believes that he is owed certain things, but basically is trying to manipulate the father once you sort of see what's going on. So um, there's a sense in which, and I'll pause here for today, but there's a sense in which many people who think they have a right relationship with God are basically just trying to manipulate God, and, and they still very much are in control of their life, just like the prodigal. They just are, are more religious than the prodigal is, but neither the religious nor the prodigal, neither of those paths are the right path to God. It is uh, submitting and allowing God to be God, to be Lord in our life. Have a good day.